0: Hello and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash. And today, we are getting into all things about the moon. I was reflecting yesterday and having a conversation with my good friend, and I was just like, yo, like I never made a podcast about the moon. So what better time than the beginning of cancer season to get into all meanings of the moon? So... I want to start off by saying shout out to my friend Danny for creating this beautiful art piece and um, carrying that moon medicine in a big way and, you know, being a mirror of that. And that's kind of like what the moon is in general. Like when we think of the moon as a energy, if we think about it on a scientific level, right, the moon controls the tides and the tides are water, right? And then we think about it, And we are 70% water or something like that. And how can we expect ourselves not to be moved by the moon? How can we expect ourselves, if it's literally moving huge bodies of water on the earth, like why do we think that the earth, on a scientific level nonetheless, spiritual, how can we even comprehend or like accept that the moon doesn't have an effect on us? Now, there's also studies. I know from, like, personal studies. My mother wor- has worked in labor and delivery and um, all things womb-related as a registered nurse for over 20, th- over 20, well, she became a nurse when I was born, while well, I was still in her belly, so, like, 26 years, <laughs> you know, going on 27. And, yeah, you know, she always said, as soon as the full moon happens, everyone's popping out babies. And I'm like, I always thought that was weird. Like, I always remember her saying that, being like, hmm, interesting. And then you notice, like, crime rate goes up when the full moon usually happens and, like, certain astrological uh, events that happen. But, you know, today we're focusing on the moon, so we're going to give her her space. So, you know, the full moon, so how it was told to me back in the day, the whole – aspect of the full moon as opposed to the new moon is that the full moon was all about letting go of things also on a very primal level the full moon was about ovulation and if the women's wombs were synced with uh, the earth essentially you were bleeding during the new moon which was the introspective time. You know, you can't see the moon in the sky, so it's all dark, and then you kind of have that opportunity to go within yourself. And uh, listen, have your inner guidance. It said that, you know, in indigenous ways, that we're on kind of like the brink of life and death. And when we're on that brink of life and death, it's it, there's a portal that we're opening, just like when we're giving birth. Like, it's kind of opposite of giving birth, because we're destroying, right? We're shedding our uterine lining on a very, like literal no you know we are shedding skin like we are creating space for new eggs to come in to potentially be fertilized and carried and created into new life right so when we're doing that we're not only shedding like physically but emotionally and mentally and spiritually We are also cleansing ourselves as women. We are cleansing our bodies. We're cleansing all aspects of everything that kind of transpired in our life the month before. So giving space to that, you know, and that's why back in the day, like they used to hold space for women and and talking about periods and menstruation wasn't super taboo. It was just kind of a way of life. You know, you spoke about it with women. You spoke about it with men, with young boys, with young girls. And it was nothing that was um, super out of like, oh, my God, ew, like, yuck, you know, like, what society has made it now? And, um, you know, because there's a lot of power in it, which, you know, tends to happen as themes when there's power in things, they tend to be uh, shamed or casted out, shunned, you know, in different ways, shapes, and forms. So bringing light to that when it comes to the moon and how women operate on a 28-day cycle as men work with the sun, And I'm speaking on very like, you know, um, general terms as far as then there's also the ones in between that kind of operate kind of different, but majority just depending on what body you kind of came into this world with is usually what you're kind of syncing up with in that way. Um, And then for the full moon, it said that we were set to ovulate because we didn't have lights back in the day right so the full moon was that much more of a chance that you'd see somebody at night and like pick your mate poke create and create babies right so on a very primal level it's really interesting how we work with nature and how we are nature just as much as nature is us and um, how far we've kind of came from that, you know, which is kind of sad. But also, you know, relearning, re-remembering this knowledge and applying it to our lives is really important and passing down these teachings and and becoming aware of or getting curious, you know, getting inquisitive. Like, why is it that, you know, uh, I feel, like, super connected to the moon? Like, I know for me, like, I'm a Cancer, right? So, like, my whole life I've just been obsessed with the moon. Like, I've just been in awe, With the moon, I don't know, not only because I'm a cancer, I'm a woman, I just love the moon, I just always did. I used to think that the moon used to follow me. I remember going to soccer practice, like, kind of early, during the day, like, when I was really little, um, on the weekends. And I remember the moon still being out while the sun was out. And I was like, this moon is following me like i really felt like it was really following me personally it was pretty funny pretty cute you know very innocent and uh and i love that for me and um and for little me and that it's it's just so interesting how uh our relation to things you know and then we look we we find out in the future like oh this makes so much sense why i was connected to it like this makes so much sense why i gravitate towards this thing so Let's talk about the moon and other perspectives, right? I have this tattoo on my hand. It's the sun and the moon. And it's really the moon tarot card. So it's 18 in uh, Roman numeric miracles. And uh, <laughs> it's all about removing illusion. So when you think about the moon, the energy of it is is going to be like kind of like the high priestess if you're familiar with tarot it's going to be that bridge between the spirit realm and the earth realm it's going to be our intuition it's going to be the revealer and sometimes the revealer of truth is like a really intense thing to be right because when when you look at the moon it reflects the light of the sun depending on the placement that it is so when the new moon is happening the moon is still there and it's existing and it's in orbit and it's still working with the tides and working with the energy and working with you know the gravitational force and keeping our earth's gravity in place in the way that it does um but we don't see it but it's still working But the only time we see it is when it's reflecting something. So I feel like people that resonate with the moon are like really like um, give off that moon energy, you know, if they have it predominantly in their chart or it's just something that's, you know, they really resonate with. It's like you kind of notice that about yourself, like. You won't be seen unless you're reflecting something that's around you, right? And then you have the sun, which is the center of the universe, you know, this very, like, boisterous energy, this very, you know, um, literal burning star of fire, right? And then the moon is this, like, cold, you know, shell of a thing that we still don't understand. People think it's a hologram, people think it's hollow, people think all different things, you know? So, we don't really know. The moon is a mystery. You know, we kind of understand the sun. It's like a bowl of gas that's burning humongously and keeping things warm and, you know, making things hot. And the closer you get to the sun, the hotter it gets. So, like, we have more of an understanding scientifically on the sun. So, then energetically, we can kind of understand it a little bit more as well because we're kind of, it's less mystery surrounding it with the moon. We really don't know. What the fuck is going on? Fully, <laughs> so it's like when we're taking that time, there's just that 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 illusion, that mystery. So then you have to trust, like you have to trust what you don't see, you have to trust what you can't tangibly uh, measure, and that's the thing about the moon. That's the thing about surrendering, you know, to the unknown. Um, there are certain things that are going to come to light that we don't necessarily want to or feel we can handle but we can if it's if it's being revealed we can you know and uh, we have to trust that and trust spirit in that way that we can handle and manage the things that um come up for us when they do you know and just pray you know pray to creator pray to the moon pray to the sun to the stars you know to wherever you feel you um are resonant to pray with and whatever you feel is speaking to you you know pray to yourself and um yeah so that moon energy that's there's, there's so many different things that affect us like physiologically you know psychologically spiritually so many things that are happening with the moon and like we're just living life like in some and majority of people like don't even consider that into like the everyday of like not that you need to put all of your focus into it and completely you know hyperfixate or just only carve out space like oh well the moon's going like this like but it's good to know because when you know you could be like oh like maybe I'm you could have a moment to tune into your emotions a little bit more like oh if it's a full moon maybe I'm going to want to go out maybe I'm going to want to you know and then if I go out I might be more prone to like certain undesirable situations or maybe certain desirable situations depends on the person depends on the mood depends on what is conjuncting your moon or what is happening, um, astrologically for you. But the best indication of that before you tap into your chart, before you tap into all of these things is to just simply ask yourself, like, how am I feeling? You know, like what's coming up for me? Do I feel okay about that? You know, um, should I stay home? Is it, should I just kind of stay with myself and, and my own energy or should I kind of, like go out and socialize like I've I felt both feelings and ones in between during any moon cycle, you know, I personally tend to like if if my moon itself like meaning my my cycle, like if my cycle is synced up where I'm new moon, new moon, and then like uh full moon, like the olden ways of like uh the natural cycle to kind of creation in that way i i feel like i'm definitely more outgoing to like go out and to um, i'm more prone to be like oh i want to go out this weekend or i want to do this do you want to go to the movies or whatever during a full moon if that's the time that i'm ovulating like it's it's just crazy it's like on a physiological Way it's like that's just what your body wants to go do. It doesn't mean that you're gonna go out and like create a baby. It just <laughs> means that your body is like, yo, let's go out. I want to be seen. Like I'm trying to be seen, you know. And that's okay. Like you learn the cues, and you can do that in a safe manner. You can do that in a good way. And then also taking heed when you feel like, hmm, I feel like I need to reserve my energy for myself. I feel like I need to kind of like, cause the thing is when as women when we are on our moons like we're a literal portal. It's almost like we're a vortex. Like, we're a black hole, and, like, we can kind of suck everything up, and, like, we're like a sponge. So you got to be mindful of what you're around because you don't want to suck everything up, you know? You don't you want to leave things as they are. Like, that has nothing to do with you, you know? So if you're putting yourself in certain places and situations, you could be taking that stuff home and taking that stuff into you and digesting it, and you don't want to digest some stuff. Like, it's not for you to even chew on, you know? So don't even, like start the process by consuming it so you know and i'm sure that there are um you know not to say that people that are born as men don't have access to that because the more we tune into our emotions the more we tune into the uh the universe the world nature our surroundings the more you know i can't speak for that because i don't have an experience as a man so i can't speak for if how the connection is i can only speak for myself and my own personal experience but i do know plenty of men that do tune into the moon in a really good way and like have their own experience and stories that they tell that she tells them you know because that's the thing is like when you spend enough time looking at the moon respecting the moon inquiring about her She's like, oh okay, I'll show you a little bit since you're here. You know, like you respected me. Like, how about you want to know about this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like her energy is just like really, um, cool. Like, I just appreciate it. And, um, you know, she might not get the best part because once again, like, I feel like the moon gets romanticized, but not accepted for what she is in a lot of things. And that could be me personifying her, um in the way that I relate to her very well, but at the same token, I feel that the moon gets looked at as, like, oh, my God, this beautiful, glowy mistress thing that is constantly changing in phase and things like that, but, like, when people look at people that are constantly changing in phase, it's, like, more problematic. It's like, well, if someone's constantly in flux, then that's not stable, so I don't feel comfortable... And, like, that can get kind of a bad rep. So people will romanticize the ideology of something or people or humanity or the moon or whatever the case is, that whatever is embodying that energy and carrying that out. um, Because that could be anyone. It doesn't have to be solely women just because we are on a 28-day cycle. Like, innately, women are going to be that way. That is just innate. Um, You know, but anybody can have access to being that way, especially when you're just tuning into that energy, right? We all have access to it. And it's up to us to, f- like, you know, kind of turn the valve in how much or how less we want to allow that flow into our space, you know. Because also then what is the opposite of that? That's order. That's, that's um, action, you know. The moon is innately in action. It just is. It just it, it, It's just going. You know, it's going with the gravitational flow and pull. That's, it's, 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 a- its action is surrender. Its action is inaction you know, and, and, and listening and receiving and, and uh, responding, right, and then the sun is the opposite, it's the, it's the action, you know, it's the, I have to do this, this is what needs to be done, like, I don't have time to contemplate that, you know, moon is contemplation, sun is like, all right, get shit done, pulling play, period, and, Neither is more important than the other. They're both absolutely needed in order to create the universe in which we live in, to create the 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 earth in which we live in, because without the moon, we don't know what our earth would be like or if we would even live here. And without the sun, we know we can't, you know? So it's um, just equally important moving pieces that uh, are needed and it's interesting, you know, it's just interesting how things can um, seemingly be romanticized when they're suiting what we, uh, what gives a twinkle in our eye, and then when harsh truths come up or we have to face parts of ourselves that we have kind of suppressed or left dormant or, you know, don't necessarily feel the most comfortable with, that it could kind of ignite this sense of, uncomfortability which could usually ignite a sense of defensiveness and then you know whether it's um shutting down or pushing away like there's a lot of a uh, push and pull you know with that moon energy even with ourselves in it you know it doesn't just this does not what my statement that i'm saying doesn't have to solely be coordinated um not that's not the right word but y'all know what i mean just like it doesn't have to be looked at as um just from person to person it could be from you to yourself like and your aspect of the moon within you right like so there's certain times that you might be like you lying that's not true you know that's not that's not a reality like that is real you know for you but okay and like when you have that i'm so happy when you have that it's like that honest conversation with yourself that could be uncomfortable. You could be like, What the fuck is that? I don't wanna talk about that. Like why are we talking about that? Like who said we should talk about that right now? <laughs> you know? And you can villainize that part of yourself that also wants to go there. But I think it's important that like, you know, we 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 come up from for some air because, you know, sometimes it's it's completely um consuming to be submerged in the subconscious to um trying to understand things that we just we just might not ever understand. Like we can understand to the best of our abilities, ourselves and the way our subconscious works. We could study it in books. We could do all that. But at the end of the day, like we still don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery the way our brain works inside of our head. You know. And um, although there's so much science and there's a lot of coordination, like the best teacher for ourselves is to literally observe ourselves and to witness ourselves in moments. And times and places and spaces that invoke different reactions and trying to understand why, but not getting consumed by the why. It's a very fine line. And I think that that's all surrounded by moon energy. You know, it's 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 that, that driving force, you know. Some can call it divine feminine, you know, and call the sun or whatever other action-oriented uh, divine masculine. You know, it's just... Or, you know, it's just there's so many terms you can call it the yin the yang right the moon would be the yin the moon is the darkness with the drop of light in it like even the yin side looks like a moon because the white dot is the moon in its full place but then you could also say that inverse it is the new moon so it could be however you see it you know or however it's in however you take it however you process it But there's always going to be a polarity and the moon is the polarity. And sometimes we look at these uh, aspects of, you know, what we can see and tangibly understand more so as like a greater than. And I think it's just really important to remember that it's equal, you know, just like man and woman. Like we're equal, you know, and everybody in between, like we are equal, we're important in so many ways and we exist in the in the reality that we exist although fucked like we exist, <laughs> you know, um, in this reality because we have one another. You know, we've gotten this far in our evolution and in, um, in on a more positive note because of one another. So it's um the same thing. It's there's just like the cosmology, the stories of the stars, the stories of the planets, of the sun, of the moon. It's like just like the romantic story of the pieces of ourselves and you can look at that within religions you could look at that within the gods and all these different things um that all these different stories that you hear that can get passed down and really whatever walk of life that you come from you know there's just certain times where things are more potent and certain times where You should avoid things, and I strongly, strongly encourage you to kind of, like, communicate with the moon on that. Like, you know, the full moon's all about letting things go. The new moon's all about calling things in, but if it's during an eclipse season, you might not want to do that, you know? It might just be getting clear on what you want. Uh, I see in the mainstream media a lot of things are talking about manifesting, but why are we working on manifesting when we don't even know how to let things go. Now it's just, that's just like energetic hoarding, you know? So I think it's really important that we learn from ourselves, not just solely um, on TikTok. And if you hear something, that's to completely exclude anything on social media. If something resonates for you, I encourage you to do more research. Maybe ask somebody in your community that you know, might know a little bit about that, you know, talk to an actual person, you know, um, you can look up definitions all day but it will never hit the stories will never resonate to the degree or the caliber of if you're speaking human to human with somebody and they're not only sharing their knowledge and their experience but they're passing down these teachings and it's kind of like a key it's kind of like an energetic like you know it's like a stone that they're passing to you and like it just carries more weight it's physical and it in in the sense of like you're hearing the words, you're creating, you're forming a memory with somebody. So it's like activating things. You know, you're, you're hearing people speak and that that whenever you're listening to anyone speak, even those who are listening to me speak now, like you're, this is something you're consuming in the moment. So I encourage you to be very mindful of what content you're consuming and like what their intentions are when they're speaking. You know, I could tell you mine my intention of when I'm speaking, not only um, for this particular podcast, but for every podcast that I do, um, any any space that I open up, I'm very intentional with, and I pray before to just be the vehicle of whatever needs to be said, and also to just bring forth whoever needs to hear whatever it is being said so you know validating ourselves knowing that you're not alone you know validating myself knowing that I'm not alone like taking my own advice holding myself accountable as well as you know bringing consistency and ultimately just creating a safe space for us to exist and kind of just learn about who like like who we are and why we do the things that we do um learn to relinquish shame and uh encourage one another to just continue to be ourselves because as much as we are ourselves, then we can't miss out on anything, you know. If you are yourself, then no matter what you do, like you're not gonna you're not gonna miss out on the person that you love. You're not going to, you know, uh, miss anything. You're not going to miss the job opportunity, the place you're supposed to go, the trip you're supposed to take. You know, the more you're peeling back the layers to expose you. The more you are encouraging the universe to treat you like you you know and it's like why would we want to be treated like anyone else when we were born ourselves you know and it's like why i say that very like sensitively like and um generally like of course why is because we've been spoon-fed to think and want to be like everybody else because of the way um celebrities are set up and society and power dynamics are set up like it's like well why be like yourself if you could be like this great person it's okay to admire people but like once we step into worshiping you know that's like that's a whole other thing and that's a whole other episode and we'll get into that for sure at some point so um yeah i just wanted to kind of come on here and and touch base on the moon and just give her a little bit of space she's been such a healing energy for me my entire life um I've always found solace in the moon I've always found myself in the moon um and um and I've lost myself in the moon so you know there's that quote that's like uh be careful when you stare into the abyss because you may become it you know something along the lines of that I don't remember it word for word. I used to want to get it tattooed so bad from, like, the age of, like, 15 to, like, 19. I'm like, I'm getting this. This is the lettering. I'm getting it. I remember it's, like, behem script, but I digress. It's interesting, you know, to stay with yourself throughout those different moods, those different phases. You know, we look at phases when people are like, oh, you're going through a phase. like, I don't mean I get instantly defensive. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, are you, what do you, you what are you trying to say by that? Because usually this kind of a uh an aspect of like condescension attached to that like you're not going to stay like this long you know but like they don't know that like people who are speaking a definitive statement on something that's in your reality is kind of like it's it's kind of ignorant and arrogant in that in that moment you know might not be the intention but it's like it could feel very like a hit like what do you mean like what if that's something you're working on to kind of implement that you want to center in your life you know more and more um, so I can kind of put people on the defense. And like I said, I'm a cancer, you know, I be in my defensive. I know myself, I'm aware of it, <laughs> but I'm learning and I'm identifying with it and, uh, allowing it to come into pass. So I don't remember where I was going with that, but I'm just, I'm going keep it rolling. Just, um, you know, it's important to have agency. To have security within yourself. Even if you are going through a phase. Even if it is a stage. Even if it is a moment. And it's going to be different. Like probably is. Because everything is. So um, it's okay. If you feel a way. If somebody says it to, the, to, the, to you like that. Because it could very well be. A kind of like. A backhanded compliment in a way. So. Yeah, like, that's that's real. Like, you can, you're very, um, the space is there for you to feel what that feels like, but, you know, not to get lost in it. And then to also take everything everyone says with a green assault, even yourself at times, because identifying what voice it's coming from and where that voice and what that, that voice is rooted intention is, is big too. So, yeah, that's Moon, that's me talking about it y'all have any questions on the moon or anything that you want to get into feel free to comment not only now live but at any point you know um the messages are always open and that goes for anybody at any place at any point in the world uh if you go on the link tree at duality um I believe it's just duality, not duality podcast. If you go into there, there's questions you could leave anonymously and you can, like, write whether you want it to be on the podcast or if you want to just, like, you know, have that question back and forth, just leave, like, some kind of uh, way that I can respond back, you know, or I can just answer it somewhere And if you want to remain anonymous. So, just know that that's available for everyone in any spectrum, in any space, you know, whether I know you, I don't know you, I used to know you, doesn't matter, it's open, because that's what all of this is about, and this, um, and this safe spaces is to create them, even when we're in unsafe spaces, and, um, and learn how to navigate them, and, you know, getting, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is, like, the moon's motto. So, it's also about listening to ourselves and trusting our intuition. And, you know, that can look like identifying that people around us aren't trustworthy or don't encourage that part of ourselves to come out. And that can be a harsh reality. And that can make us evade the moon or that can make us evade the sun because then we don't want to put action into whatever it is that we became aware of. So, I think it's important that we get our sunlight and then we get our moonlight, you know, that we sit with ourselves and we go in community just like everything else on the show. It's about balance. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. And, um, I wanted to just pull one card for the month of July and, um, I just wanted to put a message in this podcast in particular. I want to let you guys know that um, I'm going to be gone for a week, maybe two. I might be gone for two weeks. Um, So tentatively two weeks, but definitely one week. And um, in in that time that I'm away... I just want to speak encouragement into myself Um, and remind myself that when I play back this podcast and for anybody else who needs the reminder, because it's not only just me, anybody who needs this reminder, like, that you got this, I trust you, I love you. It's worth it. <laughs> Don't give up. Listen to yourself. Make the space. It's okay. You're safe. And I look forward to seeing another layer, another peel kind of come down and another layer be exposed. I'm excited to see what that looks like for you, and um, and I'm on your team. And uh, yeah, so that's what I want to say to myself. And you know, if any of that, if anyone else needed to hear that for themselves, maybe. You needed to hear that, being encouraged by somebody else, and then maybe it might also feel good to say those same kind of affirmations or thoughts or words to yourself and maybe saying that to you in in the mirror and um, giving yourself the space to kind of time capsule it. So, good morning, Gina. Thank you for tuning in. So I want to... What's been your experience when speaking to the moon? Okay, cool. I didn't realize we had some some comments. So my experience when speaking to the moon is always a different thing. Uh, it really depends. You know, I've spoken to the moon out of, like, sheer desperation. I've spoken to the moon as a child just being like, hi, you know. <laughs> I've spoken to the moon being like, hey, can you please remove this from my reality? Because it's really, really hurting me, you know. Or, like, hey, can we, like, encourage this behavior because I really would like to activate it within myself. And for me, it's not like I'm hearing the moon. Like, it's not like I'm speaking to the moon and then the moon's, like, you're, like, words, words, words. It's more, like, feelings, right? Sensations. Maybe even, um, like, a, like clear clairvoyance. Just, like, knowing. Like, um, or clairsentience. Just the knowing. And um, just also, seeing things in my mind, you know, feeling how I feel. If, like, I talk to the moon, I tend to look up at the moon, and then I'll close my eyes and kind of put my heart, hand on my heart and hand on my belly and just lean into it. And it close when I'm closing my eyes, I might see different things and different images. I might have memories come up. And um, rather than trying to, like, pfft, pfft, like, Spider-Man attach to them, I just allow whatever is supposed to come up and stay and settle and whatever is supposed to fall away, fall away. And um, because, like, when a whole memory comes up, there might just be, like, the fact that I was standing up for myself might be the actual point, right? Rather than who I was standing up to myself to, where I was, what I was wearing. I don't need all the details. Sometimes it's just, like, I was standing up for myself. We want to do more of that, you know, so... When I talk to the moon, I'm talking to that part of myself, and in my experience, it's just really important to pay attention to how I'm responding when I'm speaking and to not abandon myself because I may not be getting the instant gratification of an actual conversation like with a human. Thank you for asking that question, and thank you for being here and uh, for sending your comments. Is there any more comments? Okay. Well, thank you all for tuning in and whoever had words to share and whoever didn't was just listening, whoever will, I appreciate it. And yeah. So, um, for whoever is open to it, I'm going to pull a card for the month of July. What is it that, what is it that we should be focused on? Or what is being unlocked for us in the month of July? This is a great one. We love this. New vitality. So new energy. um, So interesting. Uh, Spiritually, this is like, in the traditional tarot, this would be the ace of wands, right? Or the... Yeah, it would be the Ace of Wands. And it's all about our passions being ignited. It's all about, you know, let's steer away from the definition and let's tune into the energy at at hand. So what's coming up for the month of July is essentially this replenishment, this new vitality, this energy that we've been kind of praying for um, is being unlocked within a lot of, us that have been making the space for it right and um even I believe if you haven't consciously been making the space you're still going to feel a push to make this space to then have it so it's not like you're going to miss the wave I mean if July comes and goes and you haven't made the space maybe but like know that once you're feeling that it's going to feel almost like a push on the back of your on your back of your shoulder blades where it's like all of a sudden, you're believing in yourself a little bit more. Like your words hold weight a little more. The things that you're passionate about, you can kind of see coming to fruition and manifesting, being created in reality. You know, it's a sensation overall of like, <sighs> "I got this," and "I got me." And that's a beautiful place to be. That's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. So, I want to thank the energies in advance. that are kind of setting ourselves up in july and um all the energies that are remaining in june that are taking us there you know and that we uh kind of get the chance to dance around with in the meantime and although that could look like stepping on each other's feet or missing a step or two and still dancing so learning to surrender to that and um to the rhythm and rather than being in our brains and wondering how we salsa or do any particular dance, just allowing our bodies to sink in with the rhythm because we will ultimately move in the place that we are meant to. So, yeah, that's that's the message. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. Looking forward to speaking again. I don't know what that's going to look like, but it might look a little different. So stay tuned. Talk soon. Bye.